Welcome, listeners, to our bonus episode review of Wonder Woman 84. Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. So Wonder Woman 84, or Wonder Woman 1984, which one is it, Dean? What do you think it is? Well, when I went to log it in letterboxed, I typed WW84 and got nowhere and had to type Wonder Woman 1984. So, I mean, it is Wonder Woman 1984, which, let's be honest, the title sucks. It really does. Like, you could go with, what is it, the normal uh, Wonder Woman 2? If you go Wonder Woman 1984, it's like, is this the second one? What happens if a third and a fourth one comes out? It's like... What is, which one is this? I mean, I actually read that Patty Jenkins said, wanted these movies to be more episodic and they wouldn't rely on you having seen the first one, which is bullshit. All right. I'll just say that uh, now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure you need to know what's going on in the first one a little bit, you know, starring a little bit of Chris Pine here. They're pretty sure there's a lot of references to events in the first one that kind of help if you know about them. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the title. I mean... Uh, I, I don't mind the WW84 symbol, though. Like, that's a cool little symbol, but Wonder Woman 1984 doesn't exactly roll it's off the long. tongue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like you said, it was written and directed by Patty Jenkins, obviously directed the first one. Do you know another film that she wrote and directed? Uh, no. She hasn't really directed a lot. She directed the 2003 film Monster. Uh, Charlize Theron. That's the one. Oh, cool. Definitely loves her strong women. That's right. This is starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, and Pedro Pascal. They're your key four players here. Currently, at the time we're recording this, it has a box office of $85 million. Can't see any um, any budget anywhere, so I can't tell if it's a... Uh... Oh, budget on Wiki is $200 million. All right. Okay. Well, it's only been out for a couple of days, and it's already done 85 mil, so... It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, the fact that Warner Brothers came out before this was released and said, you know what? We love this format of releasing on HBO Max so much. We're going to do it for the next 12 months. Now, the fact that they said this must tell you, my God, these streaming service will pay a lot of money for this. Oh, yeah. Especially when, like the big one like HBO Max. They'll pay you a ton for these films. Now, HBO Max, I read, uh, came out and said that on Christmas Day, the total hours of viewing were three times that of a typical day in December. On Christmas Day, hey? Yeah, well, I reckon once you've had your, your lunch or your dinner, you're going to sit down and, and watch a movie. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I wanted to sit down and watch Wonder Woman Christmas Day, but I couldn't because... Uh, you know, it didn't get released until like midday in America, which is like, yeah, what four in the morning, six in the morning on Boxing Day for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, right. Ah, you are right. Cool. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> but this currently has a average of five point eight over sixty thousand ratings on IMDb. Wow, I had no idea. That's low. That is low. 5.8? Is there like a yeah. uh, massive amount of hate for this film out there, is there? There really is. There really, really is. Not a lot of positivity I'm seeing 
I think it just lost its uh, certified fresh rating after it dropped down below 70% on what? Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Is there is there any reason? Is there any controversy or is it just genuinely people just don't like it? Yeah, I haven't seen any specific controversy as to why, you know, it's not like a Captain Marvel thing where people are just slamming it with negative reviews before the film even comes out. All I've seen is just people aren't really keen on this film. But I ask you, Mr. DC man, what do you think of 1984 Wonder Woman? I can't even say the title right. What did you think of Wonder Woman 1984? Well, I've got to say, Hendo, I was disappointed. Oh, wow. Were you? Oh, yeah. I was very disappointed. You, Mr. DC man. <laughs> oh, this must be terrible if, you, if DC man over here doesn't like it. Uh, I mean, I spent most of the movie trying to remember why I liked the first one so much. Because I think I gave the first yeah. one like four and a half stars. Like, I love the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's just, there's no there's no feel to this film. Like, there's no, there's no charm to this film. There's nothing that's like, oh, man, how great's this character? How great's this moment? Like, wh- where are the great moments in this film? They don't exist. Honestly, you just trudge along mm-hmm. for fucking two and a half hours. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, if the movie's worth it, like, if it's good, if it's got something to say, I don't have a problem with a long film. But, man, if you t- if you take that swing of putting out a long film and it sucks, my God, it makes it that much worse. Okay. What did you think of it, Hendo? So, in regards to the original Wonder Woman from 2017, I, I think I was pretty much in lockstep with you. I think I had it in my top 10 of that year, maybe even my top five. I think I had around five or six. Uh, this film will not be making my top 10 of this year. You know what's funny? This one could make my top 10 considering how few <laughs> films I've seen. <laughs> yeah, man, this film was a slog to get through. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you, man. Two and a half hours. I saw, When I saw the runtime, I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, so the original Wonder Woman, that went for two hours. I think it was like two hours 15, maybe something like that. A little bit less, two hours 20. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll let this pass because I don't know what this is going to be like. And it started off okay. Like, it re- I really got a... um. Like a, a like a Superman vibe at the start of this, you know, when she's going around trying to rescue everyone. That yeah, I really got that sort of vibe. I'm like, okay, this I this is going to be a little bit different. I feel yeah. like it's going to be a little bit more campy, maybe a little bit more fun. But it just it just didn't go in a, in the right direction. Like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in this in this movie is just she's nothing. Yeah, I agree. I didn't like Gal Gadot in this film, and I'm a big Gadot fan. Like, I genuinely think she's really good, even in, like, Justice League and stuff. Like, she has real screen presence to her. But you're right. In this film, she was so just blank. It's like, I oh. agree. I'll say one of the worst things about this film is the plot. This whole, here's this stone, and you can make a wish. And, and everyone just makes wishes. And they all come true. I'm like, I what thought it was is so this? stupid. What is, who, is the vi- yeah. who is the big villain of this film? It's literally like a genie in a lamp sort of situation. I was like, are they seriously just able to wish for anything and get it? I was like, what is going on here? Like Wonder Woman had no one, no one on like a superhero sort of level to combat with. Yeah, and the thing with the first one is, and I was just thinking of this as you were talking, the first one's epic. There is an epic scope to that first film in every sense from, you know, the Thymesira... The, the world war that she's in, even the ending fight with Ares, whilst yeah. it is definitely a dip to the rest of the film, it's still epic. It's still massive in scale. This one's so tame. Like, Pedro Pascal, who I love as, you know, the Viper in Game of Thrones, Mandalorian's great. I'm sure I've seen him in something else I love. He's so stupid in this film. He's just so, like, ugh, this character sucks. 
Max Lord with this kid, and it's like you you want to believe in this relationship. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. See, I, I feel like pa- Pedro Pascal knows what kind of movie he's in, and he hams it up to his fullest. So I, I actually think from that sort of character perspective, I think he did all right. Like, I, I didn't mind his performance for what he is given. Like, he knows this isn't a serious thing, and he hams it up something fierce. And there were parts I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's all right. I didn't mind that. I feel like the other villain, what is it? Cheetah. I feel Kristen Wiig, while she puts in a decent performance, I feel like her character overall is one note. And I'm not going to explain why right now because we'll get into spoilers later. But I just didn't buy her as this threatening villain, this this antagonist to Diana Prince along the way here. It just it just didn't feel strong. This movie didn't feel strong. No, it's not a strong film. But I, I must say, Kristen Wiig is easily my favorite part of this film. When yeah. she was when she was on the screen, and I'm not saying you know. Her character arc was amazing or anything, but I, I, she was a welcome relief from Pedro Pascal and Gal Gadot for me. I thought she was the most interesting character in this film. Without giving away spoilers as to the inclusion of Chris Pine, how do you think that all went? Oh, disaster. I, 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 was, <laughs> I was watching it and like, it was always going to be tricky, you know, because he's in the trailer. Like, you know, they're bringing back uh, Chris Pine in some form. It was always going to be tricky how this happened. This was shockingly bad. Like, I watched it. I was like, wait, are they serious now? I, 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 I'm like, I watched it with my kids and they were just like, wait, what? I was like, yep, I think this yeah. is what happened. And now he's just in the movie. Ugh. I, I don't think Chris Pine should have been in this film. I get everybody probably loves Chris Pine. They probably think he's the nicest guy, and man, how good was he in the first film. Yeah, but you fucking killed him, right? And it takes place like 60 years later. Like, let it go. You don't need to bring him in. But if he's not in here, what else is Wonder Woman going to do? Where is any of her story or emotion or anything coming from? Come up with something new. Yeah, I know. I know. My God. I know. You can have her have some other, you know, something else at stake without... It's been 60 years. <laughs> okay? Like, I know it's been like, what, four years since the first Wonder Woman came out? Three? When did it come out? Yeah. Yeah. 2017. I mean, it's been three years for us, right? We remember it. I'm sorry, but girl, you got to get over him, you know? Look, everything you say, I agree with here. I think the way they introduced him back into the movie, I was just like, really? Really? This is how you've done it? This is terrible. I would rather something more unbelievable than the crap we got. (laughs) (laughs) For a movie called Wonder Woman, there's fuck all Wonder Woman in this. Yeah, because there's no... There's no big physical threat to her. Like, in the first one, there's a war where her being Wonder Woman is super good. Like, it it helps, right? And obviously, there's the Ares fight as well. But in this, like, what does she really have? She's got the new villain, and that's it. Like, like, yeah, I guess she's got the other guy, but like, ugh. There's, there's hardly any fighting in this film. I mean, the action is okay at certain points. Like, I think the the bit at the start with the young Wonder Woman is even, okay. Even that went way too long. And I was worried. Yeah, okay, when I'll this, agree with that. When this scene, like, kept going, I was like, my God, this is a lot of time spent for just such a, like, a basic message. Like, ah, uh-uh, ah, don't do that. It's like, ah, oh, okay, good done. Yeah, that I thought that message top. was going to play a big theme in the movie. Like, okay, this is what she learned when she was younger. Now she's going to incorporate this a lot into what she's doing. It really doesn't come back 
a lot, if at all, in this film. Yeah, maybe we should get to spoilers. Yeah, pretty much. I think most of what I want to discuss now is going to lean more into the spoilers of the film. But before we head into the spoiler area, Dean, what are you going to give this film a rating out of five? I mean, it's so tough. Like, I've been so negative in talking to you about it. I feel like my rating might be too harsh. But honestly, mm-hmm. the fact that I just I can't think of much that I actually enjoyed in this film that was so goddamn long. I'm going two stars. Okay, I thought you I thought you were gonna drop it to one and a half. The way you were just saying then, just just then when you were saying that, like I feel like I'm gonna be too harsh here. No, no, no. I no. You're gonna hit one and I, a half. I, I mean, I was just looking up my Birds of Prey rating. I gave Birds of Prey one and a half, and I do think this isn't as bad as Birds of Prey. But gee, it's it's getting there. It's definitely the second worst. Uh, DCEU film. So I, I agree. I think this is a two-star film. I also gave Birds of Prey two stars, and I believe I gave Suicide Squad, it was either two stars or one and a half. And I'd have to re-watch that because I don't... I don't know watching watching this film. I feel like they, I feel like there was some couple. There's a couple of things that are good in this film, but the lack of like a sensical plot and the fact that it is so long and it felt so long. Like the pacing of this film is atrocious. There are two and a half hour films that have good pacing and they go quick. This one felt time consuming to watch. That's I think that's one of the biggest flaws of this film. It just it didn't need to be that long. Yeah, no. Nah, absolutely agree with you. All right, well, why don't we head into some spoilers for Wonder Woman 1984, starting now. After this, there is no turning back. I strongly recommend caution. I mean, what are the spoilers? <laughs> she turns into a cheater. Why? Why? Like, okay, I get, you know, she wants to be like Diana. I get that being her wish. I mean, could people make more than one wish? I sort of got the impression that it was a one and done deal because he'd go up to people and be like, oh, can you wish this? Oh, no, you've already done that with me. And then he'd go away. Yeah, but I think I think it's because she wished on the stone itself and then she made a wish with Pedro Pascal. But he becomes the stone. Yeah, but I think he's but he's the one granting the wishes now. Like, I think he becomes the, the stone, meaning he has the power to grant the wishes. It's something different. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a new genie. Three wishes, then he, the new genie comes along and gets another new three wishes. I don't know. It sounds pretty stupid. So... Her, her biggest wish is to become an apex predator. Like, I, I don't know about you, but when I hear apex predator, I don't think, you know, the the cat that is most like a domesticated house cat, you know? <laughs> I feel like they, they put this cheetah character in because there was no other villain to give Wonder Woman a run for her money. Like, Pedro Pascal was going to do nothing to stop Wonder Woman. They need someone there who has the like the like for like. She has Wonder Woman's abilities and powers. And what she wants to be just like her, so she gets all of her abilities and she has her strength in that. So you need someone there to have a five minute CGI fight around water and electricals. And that was basically it. Like that was the fight, and that was it. And it was over. Yeah, and that fight was silly. Like, can you believe this movie cost two hundred million dollars? Didn't it, no. it didn't even look good. And the whole I gotta say, it's called nineteen eighty four. I don't really think the eighties played a big part in it. Oh, I agree. I was waiting for some, you know, awesome 80s music coming on. There was none of that. You had, you had your Wonder Woman score, which was fine. But they really use the 80s portion of it right at the start when you got Wonder Woman saving everyone, when she's taking Chris Pine around the place, introducing him to all the stuff. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was a letdown. 
So how does Chris Pine come back? So she wishes for him to come back and he just returns in some other bloke's body and just rocks up. And the, and the cut through where you see the other guy and then it goes around her shoulder or something and now it's Chris Pine. I was like, does everyone see that it's Chris Pine now? I mean- Or is it still this other guy? Obviously. Obviously, she is the only one that sees it as Chris Pine. That's terrible. Because I- What happened to this guy? I mean, because- Yeah, what happened to this guy? He's just had his body being used. Uh, but yeah. I don't understand why they even needed that- that device, like she can literally wish him back. Like yeah, why he should just appear? Yeah, and it's him. he should have just walked out. Like as stupid as that is, it's better than his soul returns and he goes inside this other body. And now she's she believes it so much that she sees only Chris Pine. It's like no, no, it's not Chris Pine. I I think they just wanted that that cool scene where some stranger starts saying the lines that Steve Trevor said to her. I think literally that is the yeah. only reason they did this so that she could have this big like <laughs> mouth open moment of what? Oh, what did you make of the gold suit? Cause for me, it kind of just felt like uh, Batman and Robin trying to squeeze in another outfit for merchandising. Yeah. You got to get the upgrade with the next movie. Mind you, the this this is obviously the second film for the one for Wonder Woman. They really use that second film trope of you know she's losing her abilities and she needs to yeah. you know yeah. work up the courage or the power to get them back. I'm yep. like I've seen this in every other bloody superhero movie. Yeah, and honestly, I just couldn't buy that Cheetah was any match for Wonder Woman. I really didn't. I really but, didn't buy it. Like phys- in a physical fight, Cheetah reminded me of the Riddler. Okay, just yeah. the way Do- Doctor the way Nygma. she sets up. Yeah. 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 Now that that's fair, but like you think she was fighting like bloody doomsday Ares, like a god in the yeah. last film. Now she's fighting a woman in in a, like a cat suit. I don't know. <laughs> it, it feels like a step down. And she's like surrounded by water. Just throw the cat in the water. Cats freak out when they land in water. I mean, I'm not sure it's an actual cat, Hendo. It's an apex predator. She, they'd still freak out over water. Wow. Yeah. I really don't have a hell of a lot to say. Good about this film. Such a letdown from the first film. But that is our ratings and that is our review. If you agree or disagree with us, why don't you let us know? You don't have to go and go ahead and start slamming us. We do have a DC fanboy here who who has basically said he didn't like that he didn't like this DC film. So people can dislike DC films if you if you're DC fanboys. It's okay. It's okay to do that. Exactly right. I think this more than anything justifies my five star initial review of Justice League. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this review of Wonder Woman 1984. Thank you very much, everyone, for checking it out. And we will see you soon for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Bye.